What's up, guys? Before I start the show, I want to take a second and tell all of you how thankful I am for everything you guys have done. You guys blew my first vlog out of the water, and it's more appreciated than I can even express, but I'm going to try my best. I've always wanted to entertain people, and never in my life did I think it would be possible. But with the help of you guys, I'm seeing my dream come true, and I don't want my appreciation to go unnoticed. So I'm doing a giveaway when I hit 100 YouTube subscribers. We just did over 100 views in the first day of the first video, so I know that it's possible. If you want to be a part of the giveaway, you just have to make sure you are subscribed to the channel. It's Creek Kirkland on YouTube. The details will be in the description of my first video, so make sure you check those out. More importantly, we are early on in this process. That being said, I'm looking to bring a few people on to be in my vlogs and become part of my team. If you're interested, send me a direct message on Instagram at Creed Kirkland. Let's chat and see if you'd be a good fit. Once again, guys, thank you so much for all the support you guys have given my channel and this podcast. I'm so excited to keep growing and giving you guys more and more content to the best of my ability. Now, on with the show. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Systematic Chaos, the podcast where me and Josh are on vacation. We are in the mountains, living like some mountain men. I forgot my razor, so I'm gonna be looking like a mountain man by the time I, by the time we come back. Yeah, I didn't bring mine either. I noticed that this morning. It looking looks greasy. We looking nice and greasy. Yeah, all about it. Um, so yeah, we're in Tennessee, um, and that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's been a good trip. Yeah, I mean, it's rained a little bit, but we've been exploring Gatlinburg. Yeah, we went to the Apple Barn. The Apple Barn is like my heavenly. What? Peyton. Turn that music down. We're trying to record a podcast in here. Thank you. <laughs> that was our buddy Peyton, who is currently showering in the room next to us. With oh. his music on maximum volume in there. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're in the mountains. Um, so we, uh, let's just get right into it. So we saw a bear. Yeah, it was like literally six feet from us. Yeah, it was extremely close. Um how do we how do we just start i guess okay so i'll start from my perspective so i'm in bed with josh actually we were both in bed we were you <laughs> we were actually <laughs> we were taking a nap it's a king size bed so we had plenty of space that could have been between us but obviously we made sure that there wasn't any we were cuddling um and uh and so i noticed that josh gets out of bed very quickly and i was like dang he really trying to run from me um so of course i loved that um, <laughs> but I was like, ah, he good. He probably got to like poop or something. Um, <laughs> I thought you got hit by a spell and you, I got like, struck. you had to go. Yeah. Um, so I stayed in bed and then I finally like get up out of bed, like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes later or something like that. And I hear Peyton go, yo, there's a bear. And so instantly I'm like, okay, cool. So I run outside. Show enough. Show enough. There was a bear. There's a bear. We had to like walk into the woods kind of to see it. Because Peyton was on the phone, and then he heard something walking behind him, and he turns around and just sees a big old black bear behind him. And then It had to be probably 500 pounds. Yeah. He said he was just, like, froze. And then uh, he was, like, on the phone with somebody. I think it was Ansley, his yeah. girlfriend. He was on the phone with her. And then so he comes in and gets us and is like, yo, I just saw a bear. And y'all need to come see it because it went to the woods. And so we all walk out into the woods, which is pretty stupid and dangerous. But um, we walk, and we – keep like walking after the bear trying to get closer to him yeah because we we're like recording it and stuff mm -hmm. and then uh um, not a wise idea no definitely not and then creed me and creed go deeper parker uh, and peyton didn't want to go any deeper into the woods but we went into the woods understandably somewhere. i mean yeah that they yeah they chose to do the smart thing yeah and we not, did not 
But it's all about the footage, man. It's going to be in the vlog next week. Yeah. Um, and that's why we do things, you know? We got to do, we do stupid things so you don't have to. Yeah, so we walk closer and closer to the bear, and finally it lays down and starts eating. Yeah. And then Creed starts making some noises at it, mm-hmm. and then it just looks right at us. And then it stands up, and then we darted back <laughs> to the cabin. took off so fast. And realistically, if that bear wanted to eat us, it would have caught us. Yeah, probably, because they can run like 35 miles per hour, can't they? They are fast. And yeah. they can climb. Jeez, they can climb. You ever seen them climb? I've never seen them climb. I've never seen it in person. you seen videos? Yeah. But I've seen videos of bears that just climb up trees, like straight up them. And what's even crazier is that they climb down them. Like... A straight up down? vertical tree, 90 degree angle to the ground, and they just walk down them like they would on the ground. What the heck? It's How the, do they like hold themselves up? It's I don't know. It's insane. It's the craziest thing. It's like they got them, crazy. Uh, so they got them shoes. What movie is that from? Oh, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Got them shoes that can walk yep. on anything. It's not a movie, but you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then it started to, I started playing some... <laughs> Some distress sounds. Oh I, I googled uh, uh, "black bear cub in distress" and then I played those sounds on my speaker, and the bear started getting really close and like came all the way up to the porch and like put its paws up on the porch like it was about to climb in, and uh, and of course I have all this on video, and so then I get really close and everybody else is inside and I'm on this back porch, probably probably three feet away from this bear. Oh yeah, it was insane. And then I screamed at it, and it ran off. Because black bears are usually, they're pretty afraid of people, which is weird because they could mess us up. Yeah, it says the saying's like, if it's black attack, if it's brown, lay down. Yeah. First of all, who on either one of them is stupid because who's going to attack a bear? Not me. Yeah. After, I will say this, though. After seeing the black bear, like, run when I screamed, I definitely feel a lot better about standing up to a black bear. But a grizzly bear? Yeah, but I, ain't, I just ain't trying to fight a bear, you know what I'm saying? Well, usually, the, the reason they say attack a black bear is, like, because you're not going to have to fight it. Yeah, because they get scared. Yeah. But a brown, like, dude, a grizzly bear, I don't care what you do, you're not going to survive a grizzly attack. That would be so sick if we saw a grizzly bear. No, I, mm, I would not have even stepped foot outside. For real? No. Grizzly bears are mean. Oh, well, I'd have to die because I'd still be stepping outside. Yeah, you would. I'm dumb like that. Yep. Also, if it's brown, lay down. Who's going to lay down and just let a bear do what they want with you? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. There was like that old Jim Gaffigan bit. You know Jim Gaffigan? The comedian. Yeah, he's funny. So he was doing that old bit where he was like, he was like, who the hell gave that advice? The bear? He's like, also, if it's brown, lay down and put yourself on a nice silver platter. Exactly. <laughs> like, but I think the, the idea behind it, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the idea behind it is that they don't really want to eat people. Because they eat plants and stuff for the most part. <laughs> yeah, they eat plants and stuff. Um, they eat plants and stuff for the most part, um, but they don't really want to like eat people. So they just want to defend their territory. Yeah. So if you're already dead, there's nothing to defend it from. But I did say this. Usually if you lay down, the bear's going to walk away. But um, don't get up and start to run away immediately. Like, wait, because it's always going to circle back around to make sure that you're dead. Oh, heck no. So you got to lay there. Once it walks away, keep laying there, wait for it to come back, and then after it goes away, you can leave. Yeah, so, like, humans, I w- we were we went to an aquarium 
Yeah. And I was just thinking that was sick. By the humans way. in any environment where we didn't have like technology or something, we would be dead so fast. Yeah. Like if we had to go swim in the ocean and try and survive, we dead. A shark gonna get us. Mm-hmm. If we gotta go to the jungle, we are gonna get killed by a lion. Mm-hmm. But we that's did. what makes us the best, though. We just smarter than everything else. Facts. Except gorillas and monkeys, bro. We're not we're not smarter than gorillas. We are, but they are so close to us. Like, they're close. Did you hear about the alcoholic monkey? What? Yeah, the alcoholic monkey just went on a rampage and injured. I think it killed like three people and injured two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty people. Yes. What kind of monkey was it? I think a chimp. Dang, them things ain't even that big. That's what I'm saying, dude. He was trying to start that uprising. All my boys make fun of me about being so scared of gorillas. Like, not not really used to Not much. me. I'm scared of gorillas. But, like, but they're like, dude, it's just a monkey. But I'm, like, thinking, man, those things would tear you up, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they people would tried mess to, you Peyton up. Peyton tried to tell me that a, a grizzly would be a gorilla because yeah. Yeah. Uh, gorillas are only, like, five foot six. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, guess what? They got that death grip, though. Gorillas. Here's the thing, too. The About grizzly bears is one slash can cut off the head of a horse. Yeah, he told me. He told me he saw a, a a grizzly cut off an elk's head. Yeah, which is very true and very scary. But a gorilla could evade it so fast because they are so quick, and it could be up in the trees and drop down on the back of a grizzly bear and then just choke the thing out. I would really, I'd pay good money to see that fight: a grizzly versus a gorilla. Yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen the video of the two gorillas fighting and the one Karen that's in the? Zoo is just like, where's the zookeeper? What they gonna do? <laughs> what are they gonna do? Go break it up? Hold up, guys. Let's let's use our words. <laughs> that zookeeper got more sense than Karen because that zookeeper is running away from that because he know ain't a damn thing he gonna do. Tell Karen to get up in there and break it up. Then facts. Um, isn't it yeah. funny how like Karen is just a whole, just like a whole like well, I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a whole stereotype. Stereotype. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's crazy how that that's a whole stereotype. You, and what's what's funny is Peyton's mom, her her name is Karen. Oh, I forgot. And she is not a Karen at all. Yeah, she's not a Karen. She's she's a super sweet lady. They always have the same. Why do they always have that same haircut? Where it's like high in the back. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Yep. That can I speak to the manager haircut? That um, that John and Kate plus eight haircut. I've never watched that, but that's it. She got a haircut. Oh yeah. There's some power in Karening. Heck yeah. You gotta you gotta channel your inner Karen every now and then. But you can't just live the Karen life. Yeah, like when we were about to get locked out, you was about to channel your inner Karen. Ooh, buddy. Mm, I was fired up about that. So we um, we come back to the cabin. It's probably about 11 o'clock. And um, we there's an electric lock on the, front of the, on the front of the cabin. And we type in the code that they gave us to, uh, to get in. And it just starts flashing red and says, and like, it won't unlock. So we have to call the company. It's eleven o'clock at night, and their their office hours are, they close at like eleven, right? Yeah. So we have to call them, and we get this. Uh, it's like if this is an emergency, please press one, and then you press one, and it says this is our emergency call. Uh, our emergency it? voicemail. Yeah. So if you die, my cabin's on fire. <laughs> one of the options. One of the options was literally if your cabin is on fire, please. Uh, Please hold for assistance or something like that. Like, yep. My cabin on fire and I'm just supposed to hold. Just supposed yeah. to wait for it to burn down. All right. Yeah, it was like if you're locked out of your cabin, there's a fire or something like that. It was like go to this is our emergency voicemail line. It's like, Whoa. okay, well, 
I guess I don't have much choice here. There might, there, there probably is not much they could do for this cabin if it was on fire anyway, because it's all wood. Ain't dick they could do. This thing's just gonna burn. It just go up in flames. But I will say this though, I was on the brink of about to break a window. Yeah, because we had all our, I mean, obviously all our stuffs in here, and it was about to be time to go to bed. So it was midnight. Yeah, by the time we got in, yeah. So and then there was another thing that happened on this trip that got me really fired up. Which thing? Walmart parking lot. Oh my gosh, that was so, it was actually kind of funny, but like I was about ready to throw some hands with these dudes. So these guys are we're, we had just gone just gotten to Tennessee and we go we always go shopping on the first day so we can go ahead and get our groceries and everything like that out of the way and we'll have it for the rest of the week. So we're bringing our cart back and we're all walking down a one way, right? So the cars can only come from in front of us. It's not a two way street. They can't come from behind us. Well, Parker tells me to move over. Because there's a car coming from behind us. And it's a one-way. So I'm like, okay. So I start to slide over. And this jackass floors it in his truck, spins his tires, and flies right beside me. Yeah. Naturally, I holler obscenities at him. Obscenities. <laughs> <laughs> and they have their windows down. Well, they don't stop or anything. And I looked, at, I looked at him and I said, I said, I hope they walk back up here. And so, of course, the next thing that happens... They circle back. These two little they five come foot back nothing on, guys. They come back on foot, and it's two of them, and they're the youngest one is probably forty years old. There's a guy that's much older than him, probably fifty five ish. Yeah, they're both probably. They look like they would uh, been through some hard living too. Yeah, a lot of smoking some cigs. They smell like cigs. Yeah, they did. They were dirty trailer trash bums. Dang. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so they had, they started walking back up. And I'm not engaging with them at all. You can ask Josh. I mean, I don't know how you would ask him because it's a podcast. I'm right but here. <clears throat> Josh, did I engage with them at first? You did not engage with them at first. Okay. So then they come back up and I am saying, is there a place to put the cart back? And he looks, starts to stare me down. So I put the groceries down and I look at him and face him head on and start to stare him down. And he said, yeah, you ain't got shit to say now, do you? And so I turn and I start hollering at him. Because I don't know who this punk ass thinks he is, but yeah. I have no problem dropping him to the ground if he's going to talk like that. I just, uh, why do they think, you know what, we're two middle-aged men versus four 20-year-olds. Yeah, we can take them. Could, dude, I could take them both by myself. Any one of us could probably take them both by ourselves. Yeah, they were very short and fat. And then they said, they said, I don't know what you're, he said, you ain't got shit to say now. And I said, I said, I didn't have anything to say then. Like, I said, this is just a one-way street, and you don't know how to drive. He said, it's not a one-way. I said, how is it not a one-way? I said, you, that's why you didn't park on this road, because you knew you couldn't turn that big-ass truck into this way. Yeah, like all the parking spots face the opposite direction of where they were going. They had no sense. So, anyway, eventually they just walked off. Like, after I, after I told him that it was a one-way and he disagreed, even though it's clearly painted on the road. Yeah, that some people just don't care about the rules, though. I remember we were in the car. And we were all still just really fired up about it. Like, honestly, I'm not a very confrontational person, but I kind of wish we'd have fought him. That would have been, that honestly would have been a little bit fun. I hate fighting. I've said this before. It's just, it's not, it, it's a good story, but it sucks. Like, punching somebody hurts. Yeah, I'm all about them good stories, though. Yeah, I mean, it definitely would have been a good story, but it also would have sucked if some legal shit would have happened the first day we get down here. Yeah, because they probably would have called the cops and been like, "Oh, they they attacked us," even though they wanted, even though that, okay, what? Even though they're the ones that instigated it. Yeah, and that's why like they were so aggravating, and 
every fiber of my being wanted to punch him in the face. But should have done it. Yeah, but it's just not worth like I, I told y'all, I was like, if they would have touched me, it would have been game on. Yeah, that's true. But because you don't want to be the one, like the first one to do it, because then you gonna get exactly. in trouble. Because if they touch you, it's self defense. Oh, yeah. He kept walking. He ain't staying. Get in my face. Because if he was in my personal space, then it could have been self defense too. Right. Like, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Like get up on you. Yeah. If somebody if somebody gets in your in your space, and they're like threatening your space, and you feel intimidated, like they're trying to intimidate you, you can react in self defense. Yeah. But I just. I'm not gonna fight if somebody doesn't touch me. I think they knew because they can just jaw. Oh yeah, they knew. They knew they had to get jacked up. Four by of us of, like, could destroy them. A bunch of young guys against some people that were twice our age. I yeah. think we could take them. Yeah, they they walked up and they were like, "Oh yeah, these four stud monkeys would absolutely wreck us." Stud monkeys. That's us, buddy. <laughs> stud monkeys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was just that was very aggravating. But I mean, I ain't too worried about it now. But I love how we were on the drive back and like anytime anything like that happens, I get super protective. And so I'm like, all right, now it's about to be like, obviously, I know this isn't the case. But like when that moment comes, I'm like, all right, I'm about to have to take on two people by myself. And I know that's not what would have happened. <laughs> yeah. But I just get that adrenaline running through me. And so we're on the drive back. And uh, <laughs> and Josh goes, don't worry about it. We ain't going to stew on it. And then I did, everybody was like, yeah, true. And I didn't respond. And then Peyton goes. Oh shit, he's stewing. <laughs> Creed Creed's stewing hard up there. That adrenaline was leaving my leaving my body. It's a good feeling when you get that adrenaline rush, dude. Like, yeah. yo, okay, so we were uh we went hiking. Yeah. On this like super long, it was like what, two mile trail, something like that? I think we walked a total of like three miles. Yeah. So uh we get to the end of it and there's a giant waterfall. Yeah. And I was just like climbing the waterfall. Yeah. I just love doing stuff like that that's dangerous. Yeah. I didn't know how much I was going to enjoy that because I was, like, jumping all over the rocks and climbing. It was and cool. That jump was so fun. That was, like, probably the most fun thing I thought. I think we've did. What? We've did. Yeah. I don't – English is, like, not my, my strong suit. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most fun thing we've done so far. Yeah. Random bits of information you're good with. Like, like especially after living with you for a week, um, we've all kind of noticed, like, if we say something, you're going to um, – you, like, fact check. That's kind of your thing. Yeah, I'm just a douche like that. That's true. Um, but, like, when it comes down to, like, you know, trying to form basic sentences, you just you shut down. Yeah. So yeah, I can only <laughs> – my education's only, like, post-ninth grade. Yeah. All that other stuff. I, I forgot all that. Like, how to write a sentence, how to how to speak. Yeah. You know, basic human things. Well, not really human. American. Anyway. Um, but, yeah. So, another time that adrenaline um, overcame me is the haunted house oh my gosh dude you talking about scary that's the scariest haunted house i've been in <laughs> i think, I think it was, it's so funny because that was the least scary second to the least scary haunted house i've ever been in you must have been in a lot scarier haunted houses than me i've been in some where they touch you yeah i've only been in like four of them though so yeah i've because I, I like that stuff that stuff uh, nah. for whatever reason but it's not for me um one time at deceased farms which is like close to where we live um I was going through that haunted house and one of the people that were there was like sitting up on like a ledge and started chanting my name. How they know? Oh, it's like somebody you knew or something? Apparently. There's some girl named Ashley. I don't know who her last name is, but like, I don't know who her last name is. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I don't know her last name, but, um, but yeah, she knew me and I posted on my story after 
like after I left, like, mm-hmm. yo, if you work at the Seas Farms and you were like hollering my name during the thing, like swipe up, I want to know who you are. And uh, and she swiped up. She was like, hey, it was me. And I was like, that is crazy. Yeah, see, that would creep me out. If somebody like knew my name there. It definitely made things worse. Yeah. It's not a scary haunted house, in my opinion. But I, once honestly, they start chanting your name, I'm like, okay, well, maybe something fishy's going on. Yeah, here. they they plotting. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the jump scares. Like the scary stuff, like, you know, there's like body parts hanging around. I don't really bother me that much. I yeah. just don't like being jump scared. Yeah. It's all to set that mood, like, and set the tone. Um, because if you see all the spooky stuff, like you're like, Okay, there's blood dripping down from the ceiling, that doesn't bother me. Until I realize, oh shit, I might be one of the next victims. <laughs> like yeah. when they jump out and yo my favorite thing before we even get into the haunted house Peyton already about caught somebody with a three piece outside oh my gosh yeah so there's this guy looking like Freddy Krueger he got some like metal tips on his fingers or something and he's just clicking them and he walks up behind Peyton and scares the bejesus out of him and Peyton was about to he was about to square up with him for yeah. real like, he I put saw his him, fist up he put his fist up and everything he was about to fight him yeah I wasn't vlogging at the time I wish I could have got it on camera but yeah it sucks we couldn't record inside of there yeah, that does stink. Um, but but anyway, yeah, definitely not the scariest haunted house that I've been to. Um, because, you know, some of the ones where they touch you, like, you'll be walking through this hallway and it's pitch black. Uh, I don't or, like that. Like, there was another, have you ever been to uh, Wonderworks? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, so it's this big upside building. Oh, okay, oh, okay hang okay. on. <laughs> it's a big upside down building? Yeah. Yeah, that It's in Myrtle Beach? They have one in Myrtle Beach, Gatlinburg, like, they're they're all over. Oh, okay. Yeah, um... And, uh, but same, same people. Um, and, uh, anyway, so there's this big tunnel that you walk through where the whole tunnel is like the walls are spinning in a circle. Oh yeah. And when you walk through it, it makes you feel like you're going lopsided. Mm -hmm. So they put one of those in the haunted house. Oh boy. So I'm walking through and it's like, they've got these scary sounds and like the lights are flashing. So you feel like you're going like tilting and, uh. And you're really not, but you can't walk straight. And then people just like, you see, I got hiccups. People like crawl in front of you and stuff. Oh, heck no. And so you're already freaked out. And then they like cut the lights out. So you're nah. just, you're dizzy and disoriented. And then they cut the lights on and somebody's standing in front of you. Oh my God. And then they cut the lights back off and cut them back on and they're gone again. And they cut the lights off again. And then they cut them back on and there's still nothing there. And then you just feel somebody grab your feet. And you look down, and they're, like, crawling towards you. Yeah, see, I couldn't do that. You would have that would, Nah, that ain't for me right there. I, don't, yeah. I hate in horror movies, like, whenever there's some jump scare type things, like, where they turn the lights out, and there's no one there. Yeah. And then they turn back on, and it's right in their face, stuff yeah. like that. I don't like that kind of stuff. Freaks yeah. me out. So I was living that. Yeah, you have fun with that, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll wait on you in the car. Have you heard about the, the haunted house in California? Don't you? It's, like, a week long or something. So... I don't remember how long it is, but basically they have, you sign this 40 page contract Good Lord, that they have rights to do whatever they want to you. So like they will beat you and they'll tie you up and they'll lock you up and they'll like try Like they'll, um, waterboard you. And why would you want to do that? If you make it through, you get like $20,000. That's not worth it to me. Nobody's ever made it through. No, nobody, nobody. Good Lord. Because they say you have a safe word. Yeah. They don't use a safe word. So there's videos from inside this haunted house. And it's in this dude's backyard. 
it's, it's just he has a messed a up huge guy. Huge mansion. He like blindfolds you and takes you all around places and like beats you and like it's crazy. Yeah, this is the guy that wants to. Yeah, that wants to do some messed up stuff in a legal way. Yeah, he's a sadist. It's messed up. So he'll have these videos and stuff um, where people are like screaming their safe word and they're like, "Yo, f your safe word!" Like we're not going to use that and like beat them and like it's messed up. How do they? How how can they get away with that then? I don't know. That sounds like some illegal stuff. If, like they're trying to get out and you won't let them. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't get why people even volunteer for that. Yeah. To get beat. Yeah. And they'll pull that dude. They they'll pull your teeth and your hair out. Like yeah, they'll, see, they'll grab just, pliers and pull your teeth out. Nah, that's just some. This person is a serial killer in disguise. I don't even think he disguises. <laughs> <laughs> he, a thinly veiled disguise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I saw there was a movie about that. There was like a movie where um these group of people they go to like a haunted house type thing, but it's it's like a week long. Uh-huh. And then there's a real serial serial killer that gets in there and the girl tries to say, "Hey, this guy's been following me." Like they're trying to report it to the people that work there and she's like, and the people are like, you know, that's how it is. That's what you signed up for and then he starts killing people for real. Dang. That's crazy. That's not like good. See, that's why stuff like that. I feel like that's a good place for serial killers to go. For sure. That's why I would never go there. Cause then, whenever it gets real, yeah, they just gonna say, "Oh no, nah, you good." Yeah, it, or an accident happened. Yeah, yeah. You ever heard of the movie Would You Rather? Mm-mm. So Would You Rather is this movie where? Did you ever watch The Pacifier? No, I don't really watch scary movies. That was a. It was like a little kids comedy movie. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm terrifying. Um, <laughs> but it had like Vin Diesel in it. But anyway, the blonde girl named Zoe from that movie, uh, she was in this movie, Would You Rather? And basically the premise is her younger brother has some kind of disease. But while the girl was going to like look into uh, medication and stuff for him, the guy was the doctor was like, why don't you come to my house for a dinner party tonight? Mm-hmm. And he was like, we're going to play a little game. If you win. I pay for all the medical stuff. He gets free treatment. I promise you he'll be better. So she's like, okay. So she winds up going, leaves her brother home alone. Well, she goes and the driver comes and picks her up, takes her there. They take all the cell phones and everything like that. Once she gets there and then they play a game called, would you rather? Yeah. So they play, would you rather, which is Josh, would you rather get smacked in the face by a hand or kicked in the face by a foot? Obviously that's how those things work. I don't need to specify hand or feet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, they do it with extreme things, but the twist is whatever you pick that actually happens, you have to do. Oh lord! So like one of them was like, "Would you rather stab the person to the left of you in the leg, or would you rather slit your own eye with a razor?" Yeah, I definitely stab somebody else. So, but the but the, there was like a an old lady to your left. She gonna be dead soon anyway. So, <laughs> so the dude like. Pulls his, holds his eye open and cuts his eye with Ugh. a razor. Like, it's extreme stuff like that. And uh, spoiler to head, skip 30 seconds into the podcast if you don't know what, want to know what happens. But at the end of the movie, they wind up, um, the girl wins the game, and she goes all the way back uh, to her house to find that her brother had OD'd on medication and died. So she did a lot of shit for nothing. Suck for her. Yeah. That's why you don't trust them them weird people that be inviting like dude. If somebody that you don't know is inviting you to their house, why are you going? Yeah, like just how what I think about a lot is how did these parents that had these kids just let them stay at Michael Jackson's house? Yeah, I yeah. Like nah. Macaulay Culkin or whatever, his parents just let him spend the night at his house. Yeah, you think Macaulay Culkin got raped? 
Yes. Probably so. Have I you seen really him now? Do. He's jacked up, bro. He definitely got raped. People don't turn out turn out like that if they don't get raped. He definitely did some hard drugs. Yeah. That's what happens when his whole family abandoned him, left him at home by himself. They did I didn't know that. That was a pun cause you or a joke because he was in Home Alone. Oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that went right over my head. Because <laughs> we were talking about some real stuff. Yeah. Alright, I'm dumb. Um what what would be your limit at a haunted house? Like, would, would you ever go to a haunted house where they could touch you at all? No, because be that's out. the one thing that's, like, in the back of my head that makes me know, like, okay, we good. Yeah. Because, like, whenever whenever I get scared and I start I start being like, okay, I got to get out of here, the one thing that keeps me to where I'm like, okay, I'm fine, is that they can't – at least they can't touch me. Yeah. I almost, I almost hit Peyton while we were in there. Oh, yeah, because he was, like, holding on to you? So he was holding on, grabbing the back of my shirt and everything, and I didn't like that because, one, the people can't touch me. So I know that they're not supposed to touch me, meaning I need to be aware of my surroundings. If someone is touching me, then something wrong is happening. Mm -hmm. So to have somebody grabbing onto my shirt while we're walking through this dark, foggy place that is unfamiliar to me and scary just puts puts me on edge even more so than I am. And so we were walking. He just kept grabbing tighter and tighter. And I kept telling him to let go. And he would let go. And then he'd grab again. So we were walking through this one place that was really sketchy to me. And he kept he grabbed me tighter. And I said, Peyton. I, and I screamed it too. But I was like, Peyton, you have to let me the F go. Like, yeah. I screamed I was, I was like a good good ways behind y'all. And I heard it. Like yeah. a yell. And, like, I, I apologized to him after because it was, like, aggressive. But, like, I did not, like, because I felt restricted. Like, that's my thing. Like, I don't like being, like, even when we laid down, we were all, like, laying in this bed. It's a big king bed, so we could all fit on here. But, like, me, Josh, and Parker were laying vertical, and Peyton was laying horizontal across our feet. Well, Peyton just jumped on top of my feet, and I couldn't move my feet. Yeah. That makes me start to panic. I don't like being held down in in ways like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, that was, yeah, stuff like that, especially when I'm in that kind of place, not being able to move is, is scary to me. Um. But I could you ever work at a haunted house? I feel like no, because I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to be in that environment all the time because it stresses me out. Like, dude, when we yeah. got out of that place, I was so relieved because my nerves were about work to the bone. Yeah, on that drive over there, you're pretty, pretty high strung. Yeah, we were all in the lobby though. We were all like, "We really doing this? We really doing yeah. this? We really doing this?" The only reason that we went in is because this eight year old girl in front of us goes in. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not about to back out now." Yo, the guy um, that was like taking the tickets or whatever, or taking yeah. the money for the tickets, he goes, um, "It's a pretty intense haunted house, and so you need to know that going in, there's exits everywhere." And Creed's like, "What do you mean by intense?" And he goes, "Well, I've had five year olds come out laughing, and I've had forty year olds." come out in a stretcher and i'm like what did you just say a stretcher like people have heart attacks in this place yeah see then i was real sketched but i already paid by then so it's too late and the crazy thing is um is that i think the reason that the five-year-olds and stuff like that make it out is because they're so innocent so they don't understand like when they see some of the stuff hanging and they like they're like oh somebody jumped out and scared me but like they also be playing peekaboo so like that's you're right. Yeah, they just think it's a big game of peekaboo. Right, sixteen dollar peekaboo. Like they don't know the kind of murder that happens in a butcher shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that was that was, yo, that was the one thing that uh, I was kind of glad it was in there because Peyton was telling yeah. us before we got in. He was like, the one thing that freaks me out in haunted houses is like, whenever they walk you through a butcher shop and there's like body parts hanging and then they had that and someone jumped out of a cabinet in the butcher shop and scared them and I was like, that was perfect. That was when Peyton grabbed me. That was Peyton's nightmare right there. Yeah, Peyton does not like butchers. 
Um, yeah, I don't think I could work work in one of those. But like, um, uh, he did say the guy that was taking tickets and stuff. He was like, if for any reason like you need a hospital or something, if you're the people that you came with don't come to me and tell me that you need a hospital or an ambulance, then I'm not going to call you an ambulance. So like that was kind of, I don't know. That was kind of weird. But then he was like, my, my family won't touch your family. Um, if your family won't touch my family, he was like, but if you touch my family, they have free reign to do whatever they want to do and react to whatever they want to react. And so I said, what, what if they touch us? And they said, they won't. I said, okay. So they do is fair game. Yeah. So I, (laughs) I, I said that in the middle of the haunted house. This girl was like swinging from the rafters in the roof and like going to like look like she was about to kick us. And I said, "Hey, if she touches this fair game," and uh, like I was, I was gonna swing on this girl. <laughs> yeah, she's about she's about four and a half feet tall, probably. Yeah, I would not have I would not have hit her, but um, uh, but then she was like in some British accent that Peyton was oddly attracted to. Um, <laughs> she was like, what are you going to do if I touch you? And I was like, I, nothing, nothing. I'm not going to do I'm anything. I'm sorry. I, 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 I didn't even mean to say that. It was pretty scary. So I let her do what yeah, she, she wanted. Yeah, she was freaky. She had that uh, face, ma- face mask, face paint like the Joker. Yeah, kinda. it was weird. And dude, she followed us through the whole thing and scared us like eight different times. Yeah, she did. And I found out that uh, like Parker... At first, we were like, dang, like, I really respect Barker. Like, he he actually going all out through this thing. He's, like, going fast. This man was running. And so what I figured out is that Parker wasn't trying to go through this stuff quick because he wasn't scared. It was because he saw the people and he saw where they were going. Mm -hmm. So he never got surprised by when they jumped out. And so I was like, okay. So then I started to keep up with Parker. Then I didn't get scared no more because I could see them because they would pop out and they'd turn around and run and then go hide where they need to hide next. Right. Yeah, there was that one dude, there was that one uh, room, though, where it was like a long hallway and those windows all along the hallway. And that dude jumped out at me, the same guy that scared Peyton before we even went in. He jumped out at me from about six different angles and got me every single time. Yeah, that guy was good. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah but I don't. Sure. I just wouldn't want to work in that kind of place. It would just sketchy all the time. I feel like I'd always be depressed. Like I feel like I feel like being in that kind of negative energy environment where all you do is just like scare people and bring them like misfortune. Like I just wouldn't want to be around that all the time. Misfortune, yeah. Um, dude, it was, the first room we went in was so crazy because it was like there was fog everywhere, but then there was these lights that made it look like you were in the water. Yeah, you really look like you were underwater. And dude, almost you almost once you because okay, what? We'll wait until you're ready. Yeah. Okay. Let me compose myself. Yep. Once we were in there for a while, it almost started to feel like you were actually in the water. Yeah. It's crazy how the your eyes can trick your body into feeling that kind of stuff. The power of suggestion, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Did you know? Do you? Okay. Let me use this as a segue. Do you believe in like hypnosis? I mean, what do you mean by that? Not can you be hypnotized because some people some people aren't as like susceptible to it. Right. Um. Like me, I don't think I could be hypnotized, but there are some people like hypnosis is a real thing. Like, yeah, I feel like some people, but they just like apparently scientists just don't really know what it is. I don't know. I feel like there's some maybe some kind of merit to it, but I don't feel like you can just hypnotize somebody into doing whatever you want. See, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the extreme that that one could like. I don't know if I could hypnotize you to do something, um, but like. Like, I don't think that one person could, like, hypnotize you, but, like, hypnosis is definitely real, and I've been hypnotized before, and so have you. 
And the way I say that is after you watch a scary movie or something, then you're like, like, let me pull back the shower curtain, make sure nobody's in here. I always do that. Or yeah, because like that's in, that's instilled in your mind. Like, and you know there ain't gonna be nothing back there, but you don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's that suspense, and that's just been drilled into your head, which is why I think that those kids don't get so scared in haunted houses. See, I had that happen to me. That kind of thing, we like pull the shower curtain back one time. Um, I was probably about six or seven years old, and I watched the movie Taken, right? Which is of yeah. course where you know they take his daughter, they like try and sell her on on like a slave sex slave market or something like yeah, that like some black market yeah it was weird stuff and anyway he has to like go hunt him down and dude the night after i watched that with my parents i was sleeping on the couch right and i swear i heard someone trying to jiggle the doorknob from outside and i know i probably didn't really hear that it was just because yeah. i was scared right. of what i just saw but yeah that's a, that's a real thing man your mind can trick you into into hearing stuff and seeing stuff so let me tell you this story you ever heard of the movie Signs? No, what is that? It's got Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix in it, and it was directed by either, it wasn't Stephen King, it was the other guy, M. Night. Shyamalan. It was directed by him, but it was about aliens, right? And the signs were these, uh, like, crop circles. Okay. And they were, Mel Gibson and, and his brother, um, who was Joaquin Phoenix, they were out in this farm, and so they woke up one morning, and they were all these huge crop circles in there like in their fields right and so they uh it was just the craziest thing so they go into town and like the whole place is just learning about these creatures and um and then it starts to go viral like worldwide everybody's seeing it all over the world there's spaceships that they see like moving across the sky in russia and at a birthday party for some kid in Mexico, they see uh, on video this alien walking across from one field to the next field, and it cuts right across the camera. Oh, my Lord. Actually really scary. And so uh, I probably watched this movie when I was probably seven years old, six or seven years old. Yeah. Maybe a little older than that. Um, And uh, it messed me up. It was really – it was one of those movies – like M. Night has these – movies that you just feel like are almost kind of realistic yeah. in a way. And he has these crazy twists at the end. And so, um, man, but I remember there's a scene in the movie where they, uh, the kid calls Mel Gibson into the room and he points, he said, I think it's on the roof. And he points out his window of his upstairs window. And you just see this figure of an alien just stand. It's just a silhouette just standing on the roof and then it like oh, runs Lord. away and instantly my heart started beating. Well then they board up all of the um, windows and everything like that. And then they, uh, <laughs> they go downstairs and hide in the basement, right? They're sitting in the basement and he lights a match, right? Yeah. And then the, the match gets blown out. Oh no. So he lights another one and it gets blown out again and there's wind in the basement. Wind, yeah, like a draft. How? It's like, how's there a draft down here? Well, there was a window, like you know how some basements like go down and then you're under the ground, but there's like a window outside. Yeah, it was one of those that they forgot to board up. Oh, jeez. And so instantly he just like he tells his kid he's like, and his kid has asthma, and the the aliens have this thing that shoots out gas from their hand. Oh, okay. So he's like step away from the window, and this kid goes to take a step forward, and this hand comes through the window and like 
puts the gas on this kid's face. Oh, Lord. Dude, it was so scary. And then the aliens, like, got in the house. I'm telling you, for years, I could not be in my grandparents' house by myself. Because they have a basement? Or what? No. No? Just because that's where I watched it. And I was like, oh, if, okay. they come, if they come in anywhere, they come in here. Because they know I'm aware, so they got to wipe me out first. <laughs> you know the crazy thing? What? This is the same grandma's house. That, that oh my gosh. Yep. For those of you who don't know, uh, you should listen to one of our earlier podcasts. I don't remember which one it is, but um, listen to all of them. Uh, it was the one with out. Billy. It's called Josh Needs a New Chair. Dang. Or just listen to all of them and find out and give us those streams. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, Josh Needs a New Chair. Um, but my grandma, long story short, um, apparently was sleepwalking, but it wasn't actually her. It was like a ghost. And Anyway. Um, but yeah, I can't. That was There's the some first stuff scary going movie. in that house, bro. Yeah, that was the first scary movie I ever watched. Signs. Be. I should check it out. And and I watched it like oh, a year ago. Not that scary. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you're a kid, everything is way more scary. Like watching Taken now, it's still like scary in the fact that this does actually happen. Yeah. But it's not scary where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get stolen. Yeah. And they probably aren't gonna steal you. Yeah, because I'm a boy. They don't want those. Yeah. Which is like even worse. Like, that's what scares me about having, like, a daughter, man. It's like... Yes, me too. Like, dude, if I have a if I have a guy, if I have a boy, right, I have to make sure that he's not doing anything with his equipment that he doesn't need to be doing. If I have a girl, I need to make sure that every other guy in the world is not doing anything with their equipment they don't need to be doing yeah. with my daughter. Their equipment. I've never heard it called that before. Yeah. <laughs> nice PG version. That's just terrifying. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of reasons that um, I would not prefer to have a daughter, but yeah. that's just, that's like the biggest one. But then like, I see my buddy Sean and Mike, like, and they have their daughters and I'm like, dang, it'd be kind of cool to have a daughter. It, they ain't cute though. Yeah. It'd be cute to have a daughter. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's some of the stuff that messes with me is like some of the stuff that could actually happen. Like, like, I don't think this would ever happen, but like, like the purge. Oh my gosh! Yeah, because that's a real thing that could actually happen. If yeah, like it probably won't, but theoretically it could happen. Yeah, easily. I mean, even the alien jump can happen, bro. I think it could. I think I think there's the aliens have already been to Earth once, so I don't know why they wouldn't go back. What do you mean? Oh, to like to build the pyramids. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you for sure. Um, and that sounded like a joke, but I'm being 100 percent serious. I actually think that that happened. But anyway, yeah, I mean the aliens they could definitely come around. Um. I mean, it's it's all pretty realistic if you think about it. The purge is really crazy too. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not. Uh, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd probably just sit in my house with some some guns and just say, "Come get me." Yeah, I would. I would try and go somewhere else. Like I would go somewhere that nobody that knew me knew where I was going every year. Because there are, there are probably some people out there that want to kill me. Probably, they might be some of your closest friends. Dun, dun, dun. Probably the dudes at Walmart. They probably did. They definitely <laughs> they did. They definitely want to kill me. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been an eventful trip. Yeah, that um, aquarium. That aquarium was so cool. Oh Yo, I touched God. a shark. He did. He did touch a shark. I touched I, a shark. So we're at the end of the uh, like aquarium trip, like the trip through. The walkthrough portion. Okay, I'm just not. I'm struggling. Take a minute, buddy. Um, so we're at the end of like the part where you walk through, and um, there's this little 
shallow pool area where there's like stingrays and sharks, little small sharks swimming through. Yep. And Creed, he touches a stingray and a shark. And then I, I touch a stingray. And then I go to touch a shark. And my hand's like almost in the water. And the guy goes, please do not touch the sharks, only the stingrays. And I'm like, well, dang. Just rolling my phone. Yeah, and it sucks because um, there's a sign that says, wash your hands after touching the animals. Yeah. There's not a single sign that says, don't touch sharks. That's true. There was no sign. They, so, got, they probably got to put a sign eventually, though, because there was a lot of people touching them sharks. It wasn't just us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that they, they, they need a sign if they don't want people to touch sharks. But, like, I didn't know that we weren't supposed to touch them, obviously, because there's no, there's no sign. But, like, what if that shark would have bit me, bro? They got sharks and stingrays in the same place, and they have it open so that you can touch them. They probably would have been on them because there's no sign. You could have sued them. But who trying to lose that arm? You ain't got to lose that arm. Maybe you just lose a finger or something. Mm. As a guitar player, that might that would really suck. Yeah. Depends on which hand, though. You might be able to. Either one it would suck pretty bad. Yeah, because you, you need both hands. You're right. Yeah. But I ain't lose it, so who cares? But it was kind of crazy, like, ah, uh, touching the shark, man. I got a buddy who's terrified of sharks. Who? Mike. Oh, yeah, I think we talked about this. Yeah. We're like, he's just always Deadly. imminent imminent fear of sharks like he's just about to get eaten by one all the time yeah i actually texted him um and i said i texted him i said i just touched a shark and he said i'll never believe it and i said do you believe videos because i have one and he said don't you ever send me a video of a shark (laughs) (laughs) so but there were some there were some hoss sharks in there yeah especially there was this little place where it was like a moving sidewalk and uh you're in like a dome and the fish are all around you and there were some big old sharks like like 15 feet probably 15 feet long they were they were like four different species of sharks too what's that shark that has like a chainsaw on the front of it it's called a sawfish i think is it yeah that's what, what they, they use that for that's a good question maybe like maybe they swim through like some heavy brush or something they can chop their way through it maybe that's probably not right but nope <laughs> but i don't know so um yeah, I don't know what it's for. I wonder if it's, like, to fight off things. Yeah, they might fight each other. Because, you know, like, the males of species fight for the females? Yeah. They, it might be to fight the other ones. Also, great white sharks. Yo, I wish they had one of them. That would have been so cool. They are so scary. Do you watch Shark Week? No. Dude, you should watch Shark what Week. What is that? Shark Week is a week on Discovery Channel um, or Animal Planet. I don't remember which one. But it's a week out of the year where they just play... Everything all day, every day is about sharks, documentaries, and and stuff like that. They're not like corny movies, but like they're crazy. There was one where it showed like they do reenactments of like some of the most famous shark attacks. Yeah, and there was one that was an oil rig that blew up, and so the option was you could jump in the water and like try and, and swim away from it, mm-hmm. or you could um, stay on board. And all of them are covered in oil, right? The people. Mm-hmm. Oh. people so you could stay on board and catch on fire with the oil <laughs> and you would die yeah um so they're, they're in the middle of the ocean so if you jump off you're gonna get attacked because there's blood and there's the explosions and all of that stuff is drawing sharks closer yeah it's drawing attention to you for sure and so they have like only a couple life rafts and so dude like Tons of great white sharks came and just ate these people up. What? Yeah. They they get attracted from the oil. Yeah. Because it's all the weird. smells, the oil and the blood and 
the noises, like all that, and then they just see people up there. Yeah, it's crazy. Sharks yeah. are interesting creatures. Honestly, dude. It. Also, they have two wings. Great white sharks do. What? You didn't know that? No, they got two wings. Yeah, great white sharks have two dongs. Why? I don't know. That, okay, maybe maybe they can get two lady sharks at a time. Yeah, I don't know. Probably not though. Probably not. Maybe just so they can. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not gonna guess anymore. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> um, but I did know that it's a thing. Dude, I started watching um Our Planet, which is like a Netflix. Yeah. Planet Earth type deal. That's awesome. It's so good. It's so fascinating how these animals know, like what where to go. Like, for example, these flamingos, right? They know to go to this place that has really salty water because animals can't drink it. So no predators will try and attack them whenever they go there. So they go yeah. there to lay their eggs so that so that the, like, the little babies will be protected. And then they go back to some fresh water. Yeah. I just think that's fascinating. I didn't know they do that. Yeah. Um, I, I love I love facts like that about animals and stuff like that. Like, um, And it's crazy how they just know where water is. Yeah. They can just find it. Like, that blows my mind. But yeah, when I put my water bowl out for my dog, he had like it ain't there. Yeah, he's just panting. Stupid. Yeah, my dogs do that too. Yeah. My dog will literally try and dig in the water bowl. Like, what are you digging to? More water? It's right there. Just drink it. <laughs> yeah, that don't, that don't make sense. Um, dude, you know what's a terrifying animal? A tiger. Grizzly bears. What? Well, that too. But a tiger. A tiger? Yeah. Because they are so... And that, that was one of the things about um, what, we do, what we found out about the, the black bear that was out here. It is quiet. It was very quiet. The only reason that Peyton heard it walked the it literally walked right in front of the porch, and Peyton didn't hear it until it stepped on a stick. It literally could have come behind Peyton and eaten him, and he would have not known. I mean, he would have known once he started getting eaten. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, but like tigers, man. You ever seen videos of them hunt? No. Well, I mean, I've seen them like how they like stay low to the ground and stuff. Dude, I think that's fascinating. When they get so low to the ground and their shoulders are up really high, like yeah. above their head and stuff. That is menacing. They're they're very muscular too, and they move so fast and so silent that it's like it's scary, man. It's really scary. I wouldn't want to face one, that's for sure. Heck no, but I'd rather do that than the gorilla. Um. Also, did you know giraffes can beat lions? Huh? Giraffe can uh, a giraffe can win a fight against a lion sometimes. How? Like just slinging his neck around? Or what? Just like smack it with his neck? With their feet. They just kick him? Yeah. I saw a video one time of like four lions hanging off of a giraffe. They had like his claws yeah. dug in and stuff, and the giraffe was just yeah. walking. You ever fed a giraffe? Never. It's weird. Don't they have black tongues? Yeah. They can. Their tongues are so long they can lick their eyeballs. Did yep. you know that? That is insane. Yeah, and it's a really weird thing because you hold this food out, and then one time when I was younger, this is when I was feeding the giraffe, and... uh and I had the carrots in my hand, and its whole tongue just wrapped around my hand and pulled my hand into its mouth. That's kind of cool, though. It was crazy, dog. That would be scary, but it would be really cool. You ever seen two giraffes fight? No. What do they do? I watch a lot of animals fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can't, you ever seen one ever fight? YouTube is a magical place. Yeah, you can. Um, speaking of, you should follow me uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Cree Kirkland. What a transition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but giraffes, man, because they have the two little nubs on the top of their head. Oh, the yeah. horns. They just, they sling their necks and smack each other with them. Dude, 
it is violent. Like, if that thing hit me, it would knock me out with a blow. Oh, yeah. They got a lot of leverage on them 20-foot necks. Yeah, it's aggressive for sure. Um, also, interesting little factoid. I know that we have one of these too, but, you know, they said if you ever get attacked by alligator or crocodile, uh, if you ever get your arm in there, to push your arm further into the mouth of the yeah, cause gator or croc, push that little flap down there, they'll the drown. Ep- the old epiglottis. Yes, sir. It's crazy. Very yeah. crazy. I, I feel like it would be kind of hard to do that, though, because you, you ain't going to be thinking that clearly whenever you're getting attacked. Yeah, that's like what we were talking about with the, <laughs> if it's brown laid out, if it's black attack, that bear took one step towards us and we dipped. We dipped. <laughs> we went attacking. We were on a porch that yeah. the bear may or may not have been able to climb, but we got in that house quick. I think it definitely could have climbed it, but I wasn't going to stick around and find yeah, out we're not gonna, we're not going to see. No. I'm going to hit you with a random question. Do okay, you, what you got? Do you pee in the shower? Yeah. For I don't sure. get these people that are just like too good to pee in the shower. Everyone pees in the shower. If they tell you they don't, then they're just they pee in the shower and they lie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're better than them. Yeah. No, but Heck yeah, there the there shower. are some people that have told me that. Oh my god, you pee in the shower? It's so gross. Plus, we can aim, aim down that drain. I don't even do that, bro. I just let it loose. Well, that too. And just let the water rinse it. There you go, brother. Do your own thing. <laughs> I mean, we both be peeing in there, so yeah. You know, they say if you ever go into a public shower. Like, if you ever have to, uh, you ever go to, like, camp or something, and you have to shower in a gym or, uh, like, a shower trailer or something like that? Yeah. They suck. Pee. They say pee in that shower. Why? Because apparently the ammonia in your pee is going to rid your feet of bacteria. Yeah, like, clean. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you do, you do use uh, ammonia when you, like, do laundry and stuff sometimes. Yeah. Make sure white clothes whiter. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It sounds so gross. Like, yo, you can actually clean your feet if you piss on your feet in the shower that's the same reason that um pee on a jellyfish well yes that's not what i was gonna say though oh um my be <laughs> continue <laughs> you ever heard like if you have an ear infection pour some pee in your ear no you never heard that not at all no because the ammonia will kill the bacteria in your ear really yeah i mean I, I would never do that i would yeah. never do that i'd rather have the ear infection yeah i'd rather just take the antibiotics but yeah. but like people do that all right i have a serious question for you okay if I got stung by a jellyfish, would you pee on me? Yes. Thank you. No, nah, I wouldn't even think about it. Thanks, man. I just. <laughs> I'll, I'll pee on you if you don't get stung. I don't care. <laughs> you want me to pee on you right now? Sure, yeah. Let's do it for the, for the show. Um, okay, that's good. good would you know. pee on me? Absolutely. Okay, good. I'd I'm spray glad, I'm all glad. over, bro. I got you. Uh, but I need you to pee in the spot, though, not just all over. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. That's pretty crazy, man, that like you have to get pissed on. Like, ah, I got stung. Spray me. Not feel good. I mean, maybe it would feel good. Yeah, one time, um, I got stung by three hornets. Yeah, on my leg. Can you pee, do you pee on those? No, no, I don't no. Know. Maybe. Uh, my granddad didn't. We <laughs> that's at, good. Yeah, yeah. That, that's gonna make sense in a second. <laughs> I mean, that would be. They're probably listening and be like, what the heck? Would it, why was his grand? Is his granddad just waiting around to pee on people? No. Like, I, whatever happens. I feel like most people know, like, what granddads do when you get stung by something. Well, we were at work. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, I work with bleach and chemicals and stuff like that. They're like Ooh, clean houses. Right. So I get stung by three hornets on my leg, and it hurts. My leg is so swollen. Yeah. So he's rinsing a roof, which is a very, very strong chemical. So much so that if it gets on your skin and you don't rinse it, it will burn your skin. Mm-hmm. My grandma tur- or my grandpa turns, and I'm like, yo, I just got stung by three hornets. He was like, move. So I stepped away from the nest, obviously. Soaks my leg in roof chemical. Soak. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, like he just drenched my leg in that roof chemical, and it burned 
so bad. And then I finally rinsed it. And then I had to go go pour soap on it because like it was an acid and I had to like like hit put it with a put a base on it or whatever. So the roof chemical is an acid? Yeah. Oh, because most cleaning products are bases. No, nah, it was an acid. Dang, that's some strong stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. And um so anyway, so I had to put a base on it. And I did. Oh, dude, it was rough. And I didn't get burned by the chemical, luckily, because I didn't have it on there long enough. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it took all the sting out of the hornets. See, but that's weird because stings are acids. Like the 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 um the reason why it stings you is because it's acid. Interesting. And so normally you would neutralize it with a base, right? Right. That's weird that if you put acid on it, it neutralized it. Soaked it. But yeah, I've heard people that um it burned like the really the bad. the typical southern thing to do is just pull a pull some chewing tobacco out and put yeah. it on there. I've had that happen to me before because I got I got stung by a bunch of wasps. You know what I just thought about that might make sense of that last story though. Now that we talked about it, what is that it probably wasn't the chemical that he sprayed me with that fixed it. It was probably the base that I put on it afterwards. It probably was. <laughs> so he didn't do dick, but just burn me. But you said there's bleach in it, right? There's bleach in that stuff. Yeah, a little bit. Because bleach is a base, so yeah. maybe it was that that maybe. neutralized it. Maybe. Because I know like that if you drink bleach, that's what kills you. Yeah. Because it makes your stomach all yeah jacked up, and yeah, there you go. It like destroys your intestines. Yeah. Fact checking with Josh. <laughs> I getting stung by stuff is the worst. That could be. Let's let's go into that. Like, what's what's your first more problem of the week? Like that that might have to be mine. I might go ahead and just say that like getting stung by things because like obviously in other areas of like there's like the bullet ant and stuff oh like my that gosh. <laughs> like Yo. other areas of the, of the world that people are like dying by and i'm like ouchie a, a bee stung me <laughs> my fingy yo have you ever seen um a cow ant yes they're like giant and red and you can stomp them and they won't die yep we used to have a big uh my, my church in north carolina when i was a young kid we used to have this giant ant hill it was literally about eight feet tall, just an anthill. Jeez. And then one time, I got on top of it, and I slid down it, and had ants all up in my clothes. Are and you I, serious? Yes. Because I didn't know it was an anthill, right? We were just kids playing on a big dirt hill, messing around, jumping on it, until Jeez. I started getting lit up by them ants. Yeah, when I was in uh, sixth or seventh grade, um, me and some friends put our hand in this huge fire ant bed, and we said the last person to take it out is the winner. Um, of what I don't remember what the prize was <laughs> but so we all stick our hands in this big ant bed and I didn't win by any means I wasn't even close but our hands were torched oh yeah it was brutal that would jack you up man no no doubt okay what's your first word problem of the week my first word problem of the week is when you go to the restaurant like you're you go into McDonald's or something and you they ask you what sauce you want right and you tell them and then they don't put it in the bag and you drive off when you drive off without the sauce that sucks. That is one of the most irritating things. Or when you go to the McDonald's in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and they give you the complete wrong order, so you have to go all the way back inside and get them to make your order right just so you can eat the food that you actually wanted, which is the whole point of having a drive through so you can order the food that you want so that you can eat that food at Gatlinburg, Tennessee, McDonald's. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that sucks. It but do. no, because especially when I get like chicken nuggets or something like that, that you really need some sauce. It's so annoying because like I'm not trying to eat these dry nugs. You know? What did Tom call it from Parks and Rec? Chicky chicky nug nugs or something like that. <laughs> no, chicky chicky, chicky chicky parm parm. parm. Yeah, chicky chicky parm parm. No, they just I hate eating a dry nug. Yeah, dry nugs suck. Especially from McDonald's because their nugs are not good, not that good anyway. Yeah, I want my rats to be like kind of moist. Yeah, I like a little moist uh, horse meat. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this: What um, we were talking about 
the the heritage is on right now uh which is golf for anybody who doesn't know um heritage is in uh hilton head south carolina um but we were, we were talking about it earlier um but i wanted to talk about it on the show what is what's some of your favorite like sports moments of all time oh yeah that's a good question okay so i'm a huge eagles fan i'm actually wearing an eagle shirt right now and that dude one of the best moments of my life just in general was when they won the super bowl yeah i bet i was i literally cried I remember the score. I remember almost every play from that game. Oh, my gosh. It was just – it was one of the best days of my life. Yeah. So, let's go non-biased. Unbiased. Unbiased, I'd say, yeah, not non-biased. Thank you. Oh, I, didn't, I honestly didn't know. Just, I wasn't trying to correct you, my bad. No, um, no, no. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's nice to talk to somebody who's actually smart so that I can be like, oh, okay, man, I really am dumb. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so who do you talk to that's smart? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah unbiased i think i know that you're gonna hate this but north carolina villanova basketball oh championship josh is a unc fan and i'm a duke fan so yeah. we are naturally rivals um which is probably why i hate him in real life too yeah probably um what we just do this podcast for the money um I, yeah i remember whenever it was marcus page and he hit this like double clutch three-pointer off the backboard to go ahead by by two yeah, which is bullshit, dude. You three pointer about, off the backboard. You talking that's about trash, dude? That's an incredible shot. And then Villanova just walks it down. Chris Jenkins, like five feet behind the three point line, just drains it. And dude, Thank I feel you. like whenever he drains that, he just drained the life out of my body. I was so sad. Thank you, Chris Jenkins. No, screw you. He's from South Carolina though, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. Um, one of mine is when uh, you, you see this one sucks for you. I feel like we're just going at each other, but we're not. Um, whenever LeBron blocks Andre Iguodala in the finals. Yeah, that, that was, was a big-time moment wow. for sports. That was crazy. And the call was so good, too. Yeah. By, uh, who is it? His guy? I don't know his name. It don't matter. It was a good call, too. Like the announcer? Yeah, the announcer. Oh, gosh. Peyton would know. Peyton! Okay, so this is my buddy Peyton. What's up? All right, so I called you in here just to ask you really fast. We're talking about some of our favorite sports moments in history. Um, who was the guy that was announcing the uh, finals game where LeBron blocked Iguodala? Like the announcer? Yeah, what was or the name of the announcer? That made I the call. Honestly, I can't think of All right, well, name. that was useless. Thanks for coming on the show, Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, He calls a lot of the games. Like same dude called the um, Steph Curry Thunder game. That was, the, that was the one that I was about to say next, is that was my favorite thing of all time in NBA is when Steph walked across uh, the half-court line and he drains that three. He says, the Warriors have a timeout. They're not going to use it. Curry for three. Bang! Steph Curry! Oh, dude, it was the great I, – I remember sitting on the edge of my parents' bed watching that game. Oh, dude, it was ridiculous. That was such a good game. Um, dang, what is his name? I think it's – Jeff something. Yeah, Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. There yep. it is. Good catch. Yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. He announced he he's such such a good announcer. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Yep. No problem. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way because that was gonna kill me if I didn't figure out who it was. Yeah. Um, Jeff ain't got it, dude. Favorite announcer of all time though is uh, Jim Nance. Jim Nance. I love Jim Nance, Bro. dude. Just. Just talk me to sleep, man. He's he's so versatile because he can do like golf and then he does football too. Golf is my favorite. Yeah, he's a good golf announcer. I like Bob Costas. Yeah, heck yeah. When he does golf. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, let me ask you this. What's the worst sports injury that you've ever seen live, that you have personally witnessed in a live game? You mean like I was watching on TV or I was in person? Yeah, yeah. Like you you were watching the event, whether it was on TV or in person. On TV, it was definitely when Kevin Ware. Yes, dude. I was watching that game, Kevin Ware. He breaks breaks, uh, his tibia and it comes out of his skin. Disgusting. And his leg was just dangling. The most disgusting compound fracture I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, because you can see like a lot of the bone. You can see a good like four inches of the bone out. That surprised me that you were watching that game on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was at my uh, uncle's house. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously I was watching it because Duke. Yeah. Um, And I remember when he went up the first time, I saw him fall, and what caught my eye was the bench. And I I was like, Toby, back that up for a second. So he backs it up, we watch it, and then I see his leg, his bone come out of his leg. Yeah, you can see it. Like, his leg is doing, like, a 45-degree angle in a place that it should not be doing any kind of angles. In the shin. Yeah. Yeah. There should be no kind of angles in your shin, but there was. I think either that one or – I was watching this fight live. Anderson Silva. Yeah, I was watching that one too. Dude, he I forgot who he kicked, but he kicked that he and the guy checked the kick. And Anderson Silva's leg, like around the same like that tibia area. Yeah. It just wrapped all the way around the opponent's leg. It looked like somebody slapped the slinky against the telephone pole. It was gross, dude. Yes. It oh was my really gosh. bad. And I remember who this fight was. Um but he was, uh, he was, and then when he got punched in the head, and this like triangular flap comes just off of his forehead, so it's just exposed flesh from where his yeah. skin had fallen. Oh my off gosh, his dude! Forehead it was bad. You see some brutal stuff in the UFC. Yeah, especially if you watch early fights where there was no rules, like it was just strong. Yeah, that stuff. I don't even want to watch it because it makes me uncomfortable. It's like so bad. It was bad because like, like grab nuts. Yeah. I remember there was there was I didn't see this but I like heard about it. There was a fight where a guy um had somebody in the arm bar and so the guy in the arm bar started smashing the guy's nuts yep. with his fist and so eventually he just couldn't take it anymore, so he had to let go of that arm bar. Yep. Which I mean, I guess that's a smart strategy, but it kinda sucks you can just smash somebody's nuts. Yeah, that do be sucking. Kinda I guess that guy, he ain't gonna be having kids probably. Nah yeah, no chance. Suck for him. Yeah, it does. Um yeah, those are probably the worst injuries that I can, I can think. Oh, Marcus Lattimore. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that game though. Really? I was yeah, but that game. was bad. I was there. It was Tennessee, right? Yep. I was there, and um, everybody, even the Tennessee fans, like it was one of the most respectable sports moments that I've seen. Yeah, because everybody was like taking a knee or like sitting, or you know, was everybody was worried about him. Because I'm like, gosh, it was bad. I've never seen. Uh, I've never seen another team circle around a player like that. Like yeah. it had everybody from the, from the, I was on that field, players, coaches, both teams were circled around Marcus Lattimore. Yeah. Crazy. Oh dude, I saw a really bad one. Um, Alex Smith, the quarterback for, he played for the Redskins. Um, I don't even know if he's still playing, but he was playing for the Redskins at the time and his leg, his tibia got folded underneath somebody, except uh. it went to the, it went inside. It was his right one and it went inside and it was the same kind of deal where everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, this is bad." And they had to carve him off and stuff. It was it was real rough. Um, a lot, oh, a lot of tibias. What was his name? Oh, Gordon Hayward. That was gross. Oh, he broke his leg. Yeah, that was gross. Um, there was another basketball player. Oh, Paul um, George. Sean Livingston. I didn't see that one. He broke his leg. Yeah. 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 It was. Uh, yeah. Then femurs. Whenever you break a femur, it's normally really bad. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy. Um. My buddy Noah actually broke his his femur. Yeah, you know your femur is harder than concrete. So think about how hard that would be to break. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. 
Well, cool. The only other thing that I want to add before we wrap this thing up um, is uh, um, my buddy Truman from a long time ago. Um, dude that put me in the hospital by hitting me in the nuts. Appreciate it, Truman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs. Um, so he sent me something, and it was – he wanted us to talk about it on the show. And it was a – He left a, us a review. This is a Snapchat. He did. He left us a review, so now we're going to talk about whatever he wants in the show. Yep. Um, and we already gave him a shout out, so he doesn't get two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for free. Um, we'll call it even for the uh, the nut punch. Um, but he said, if the blue, like, so it's the blue water in the toilet, right? Right, where you like put little cleaner thing in there. Yes. So that water has chemical, like cleaner right. in there. So he sent me this. If the blue toilet water gets in your ass because of a big turd, is it bad for you or is it just like bleaching your butt? Please answer. <laughs> so <laughs> Truman. <laughs> Truman said that blue water is a cleaner, so there's no need to wipe now. Okay, no. <laughs> I completely disagree. <laughs> I think if anything, you need to wipe extra. Yeah, and take a little water bottle and uh, you know just squirt it up in the sphincter. It. Yeah, or get that nice bidet. Bidets are awesome. I feel like I couldn't rock with a bidet. I have one in my house. You should try sometime. You do? Yeah. Where? My toilet. Your toilet has one? No, the downstairs toilet has one. I'm about what? to put one on my toilet. What? Yeah. I've used that toilet so many times. You should check it out. It's good. Are you serious? Yeah. I feel like you're clowning me. I promise on my life. Dang, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I like them. So, to answer your question, Truman, yes, you should wipe extra. And if you still have not wiped from that last poop, definitely go do that. Um, or <laughs> Yo, contact a medical official. <laughs> because <laughs> you are going to be in some serious ass trouble. Nice one. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. Uh, Josh, where can they find you? Um, on Creed's Toilet, trying the bidet. Facts. What about on social media? <laughs> <laughs> um, on social media, my Twitter is jstrickland1515, and my Instagram is jstrickland15. Look at me getting it right. Got it time. right, man. Let's go. Let's go. Love it. Um, yeah, also follow the podcast at Systematic Chaos Pod on Instagram and at Sys Chaos Pod on Twitter, S-Y-S Chaos Pod on Twitter. Big stuff. Guys, you can find me everywhere on all social media platforms at Creed Kirkland. I just posted the first vlog. It is up. Um, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Turn on post notifications for me because that would help me out a lot. And it would also help you guys out and you guys could listen to uh, or you guys will be able to see all of my vlogs and it'll give you a notification every time I post. So, um, yeah, definitely make sure you go check that out and leave me a comment of what you would want me to do. Um, but other than that, I think that's pretty much it, man. Make sure you tweet me at Creek Kirkland. I want to hear from you guys. Follow my Snapchat. You can see what I'm up to. Also, uh, leave us a review on any podcast platform you listen to and we'll talk about whatever you want on the show and we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. So that's it for this week until next week. Stay chaotic.